Drive on Lugnut. Welcome, everyone. This week, we got yeah. a really, really good show. A really good show. It's a really good show for everyone. And to the top, we started we'll take off it from the top like this. Welcome, everyone. Record setting lows in Texas, but don't worry. Forward to the rescue. Sort of. Maserati Grayscale. Consumer Reports. Best and worst. It's got quality. We'll talk about it. Synthetic Fuel. And the last, Pulsar. One. Just one. And much, much, much more. Enjoy the show. Drive on Lugnuts. Drive on Lug Nuts indeed, right on over here to PJANDWH.com, where you're going to find all of the latest and greatest and the funniest moments from even podcast number 198, Hardcore Batman Super Knitting League, as well as last week's Lug Nuts podcast, Mr. Spacely's Audi Porsche. Yes, no sprockets involved. Except many. At all. And we want you to hop on over here to the contact, the team. Let us know your luggy and nutty vehicle. Do you have a sweet, pimped-out ride that you just want to show us? I do. Pop right over here. I don't. Find us on all social medias, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. We want to hear from you. Of course. We start off with the first story. So, if you haven't heard, Texas has a bit of a problem. But, Mm -hmm. as we reported probably a year ago... Or so, they About. have this outlet in the back. Yeah, that, on the trucks. That is Mr. Jones. He's sixty six. Mr. In a, Jones and me. He said in a phone interview with Sorry. CNBC on Thursday that he bought the truck because of the added feature in the back. Well, yeah, I would too. He wanted some junk in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. Of course. But if you don't know, the Ford truck has the generator in the back. Yeah, man. 2021 Ford hybrid onboard generator gives you the ability to use your truck as a mobile generator. Produces 7.2 kilowatts of energy, according to Ford. So they've been getting a lot of calls and reports like this. The truck has saved them. A lot. So the Fords are actually doing a little bit of relief yes. in Texas right now. Another person, Jerry Hall, said it would have been a miserable three days without his truck. That's why you have to be nice to your neighbors. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's got enough energy to power like a fridge or something. Hey man, you would at least be able to plug in your phone and charge it so you could play your phone games. If you're nice yeah. to your neighbors. Yes, I imagine you could do that. You know, you got to be nice. At least you'll get hooked up some way. Yes. If you're a crabby person, you're just going to be it. Now, bitch. having said that. Yeah. How's the Ford F-150? So, <sighs> the F-150 that we were just talking about is that the batteries are going dead and they don't know mm. why. That's a shame. So, uh, yeah. Well, 
And that's definitely Customers something you have to be wary of. are experiencing dead 12-volt batteries. They did have a, a yeah. there's a quote in the story, so probably just below the first picture uh, of the technician. I'm not supposed to talk to you. There it is. Uh, a car dealership in Texas. The said technician a said dead battery happened. It to seemed him no, it seemed fine. It was charged and returned to the lot. Mm-hmm. The dealer who was unauthorized to talk to the media. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. That's just me. Yeah. Yes. So they're having a bit of a battery problem. They're having a bit of a battery problem. Do you know? I know where this comes from. You know why? There's so many of these computers and modules in the vehicle. It's very taxing on the batteries, and they need to be charged because a lot of mm-hmm. vehicles have an alternator system that doesn't just There's run. There's a solution. So uh, because they have the Internet, Texans have been getting together, and Ford people, not just Texans. There's other people, too. I've been getting together, and they said one owner reported that the truck went into a deep sleep mode that only worked again once he jump-started it back to life. So if you're having this problem, give jump-starting it a try. It may be a bit difficult when you get up for work at 5 in the morning, but, like, you know, or take it to your Ford dealer and get it fixed. Yeah, I mean, there's they're definitely going to be looking into that, though. You know, there's that's a big enough problem yeah. with the batteries, especially since it's a very big part of the vehicle. Very quintessential, the battery. You let's, need that. Let's get over the meat of the compliment sandwich here, the second layer of meat for the other one. Ford the has salami. another safety recall. Mm. So just, uh, we don't have to watch the video. Just, there's no. There we go. We'll just sit on that. The war- well, they can go to us. So, they're having airbag and suspension issues. So, the Ford 2021 Bronco Sport vehicles were produced with rear suspension modules, wait for it, that may not be fully secured to the frame. I mean, how many bolts? They forgot to secure it how to many the bolts? frame. Is it like three out of four? Are we two out of four? Are we two out of five? I got to know how many bolts. They don't provide, uh, you know how they provide like VIN numbers because they know exactly. They don't provide that. So who knows? The rear suspension may be missing some bolts. So it could be one or all of them. That's, I mean, yeah, it's still concerning. You know, the other issue is Takata airbags. So, yeah, that one, 04. 04 to 11 Ford Ranger, 05 to 14 Mustang, 06 GT, 08 to 12 Ford Fusion, 9 to 11 Mercury minivan. Ah, uh, Mercury. <laughs> 10 to 12 Lincoln MKZ, yep. 7 to 10 Ford Edge, 07 to 10 Lincoln MKX. Look, Takata is pretty much the boil on your ass that won't go away at this point because there's only so much you could do because they did uh, everybody's airbags. Everybody's. You know? So now... Not anymore. You got to go through all of them because you found out you guys weren't testing like you should? Like What What do you mean? We were supposed to test? Yeah. And... I mean, luckily, you know, I had one that went off properly, but that hasn't always been the case. And this is a big problem throughout the industry. So it's good that they're trying to cap whatever they have used, systematically taking care of everything. 
Yeah, the worst has got to be the suspension they forgot to attach to this. Well, yeah, I mean, that it, you How can't blame you... that on Takata. That was really, yeah, yeah, okay. that, yeah, that's bad. All right, so there is a more for Ford, and you story. said there was a, a the sandwich portion of this, yeah, right? Yeah, no, there's the, the other, the other half of this is the compliment part. I, I figure the bread's the compliment, and the sandwich is the bad part, the, bad so, part, the rotten meat, and so apparently the good part. If you have a Ford Mustang S550, you may have compartments that you don't know about. Uh, Go down and we will see these secret compartments. I knew. I am a fan of secret compartments. I would look there. I would look. You can see the ribs. (laughs) This is. Hang on. Let me go full screen, Walljangers. Look. You can see the rib. It's ribbed for your pleasure right there. That's how you know. This. Secret compartment started as a place for sunglasses. I think we have a podcast title: "Ribbed for Secret Compartment, Ribbed for Your Pleasure." It was a odd sunglasses holder that's right below, next to the driver side, down here on the left. Sunglasses quote. They don't have one above, up on the right. They just have this one, and there's another one. Look below. Let's go down. See, it opens. All right, yes, sun. There's the other one. Sunglasses. <laughs> it's not mm-hmm. it's not really big enough for anything other than say sunglasses. Registration, you can keep your registration in there. You could um mm-hmm. keep a flare. Oh big yeah. enough for a yeah. flare. Yeah, a couple flares. Yeah. Our a couple, stuff. couple flares. Uh, oh, good. There's two a more bag of, a small black uh, bag of flour. Maybe a, like a bag of M and M's, you know? Uh, yeah, snack. I wouldn't snacks. Keep, I wouldn't keep Snacks no, with chocolate you in keep it. snacks there? Uh, no, I, don't, I think it would go I bad. You'd forget about it. It's a secret. That's down, right. There, yep, there are two that's, more. That's where you, they get you with the secret part. Then I could no. show you the two more. No. no. Look on, click on, go up and click on the photo. Yes. No. no. So there's three secret compartments. They, there were photos. There are not photos. No. You just let us down. Ford let us down again. No, the website let us down. But, but you know what won't let you down? They're nice secret compartments, though. There are three secret compartments. Good luck finding them. <laughs> they can't show you all of the secrets. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a secret. Well, in the next story, we have other things that are new. And that is, we're going to direct you to a Chip Foose video. Chip Foose is talking about the Corvette. <coughs> So this, everybody who's, if you're a car guy, you know, you know this man, you know, Chip Foose. Yeah. Uh, This is, uh, this is the first mid engine Corvette and he talks about it. He talks about the history and he draws it and he uh, does all sorts of stuff and uh, check out Chip's video on Motor One should come right up. Yep. It looks uh, fantastic when he's done with it. Like well, all of his cars do. You know? Everything is he. He modifies is, cars. He has the just, Midas touch when it comes to cars. He modifies them. His thing is to modify them so subtly that if you don't know cars, you're not going to know his modifications. Yeah, so. and this isn't pimp my ride. He, yeah, no, he's the car guy's car guy. Yeah, everyone he wants, does it properly. I think everyone wants something uh, oh done by, uh, by him. Chip Foose, who do especially, you need off? Especially that original, the uh, the the. Floating engine thing. Yeah, that was fantastic. Oh I yeah, mean, I could. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The man's a legend. He's a legend. Yes, flat out. But so watch you, like, the video. 
But how would you like to change your DNA for something better? <clears throat> I mean, what are we talking about? Lizards? Uh, well, Spider-Man? we're talking about Buick. Oh, no, I'm not changing my DNA for that. <clears throat> they, I'm done, no. Buick used the Envision Buick's SUV as seen here. This is There's three photos, and they're not very good. This is Buick's Envision. They're ditching the Chevy underpinnings for Cadillac. They want, they have, uh, turns out one in three people who buy it want a more aggressive, sporty style. So the second generation Envision no longer rides on General Motors Delta D2XX platform. Instead, they will use the Epsilon E. 2XX platform, which rolls many notable improvements, including lower, wider stance, body structure that is 30% stiffer, amongst other improvements. I was looking at this, and I'm thinking, like, it really kind of just looks cookie-cutter, you know... I want an SUV. It could look like an MDX. It could look like a pilot. It could look like so many other different mm-hmm. kinds of cars. Mm-hmm. You just wanted an SUV that looks edgy. And even when you look in the interior, very American looking, you have this wide. Do you have your I think center console fantastic. split? I would, the center, I would not. But I would not get white. No. But then again, how many options do they give you? A lot of manufacturers now aren't giving you a lot of options when it comes to interior. Well, the arc, new architecture enables more precise steering, responsive handling, and ride isolation. And it's 36, 63 pounds lighter. Okay. 63 pounds lighter. You got that going for you? You lost some weight? Good for yep. you. Yep. Good for you. You too. That's nice. That's nice. But in the next story, we're going to talk about a behemoth. Mentioned and wrapped the world over. Yeah. This is the only photo of the Cadillac Escalade. It is. So currently it gets a 6.2 naturally aspirated V8 from General Motors producing 420 horsepower. But you know when I look at it, some people think, I want more power. I mean, maybe. Yeah. Well, Chevy's going to put a supercharger added to that. Okay. For 200 more horsepower. In the article, they speculate as to whose supercharger they're going to use. But they're going to put a supercharger in it. I think that's kind of ridiculous. So I was thinking that's a bad idea. But it turns out a lot of tuning companies are doing this this thing. They're, they're putting superchargers on them. They're making more luxurious. Yeah. Probably gutting the interior and putting, like, nice shit inside. Yeah, you never or know. Whatever. Man. But you know, a, that's a lot of space. So they're helping you cars. along if you want something. If your suburban doesn't have enough pole power, now you get a supercharger. Superchargers are great. Well, especially if you want to like make that shit bulletproof. You can make it bulletproof through the supercharger on there and then it'll actually still be fast with all that weight. Oh yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Made you made you a little bulletproof escalade. Yes. Well there next. We're going to go into the land of fantasy. Living in the world of fantasy. Several episodes ago, we talked about the Honda S2000 and its successor. Well, an artist, a pixel artist, 
Somaka Biswas was inspired by the fact that the Japanese said they were going to think about working on it. So he made this. Yeah. Rendering of the S2000. The new one, what he thinks. Two body, two body colors, a longer hood. Shorter deck that pays tribute to the original S2000. Yeah, Very curvy in the front. Uh, I like the... It looks different than most... Uh, it does look see. different, but it also has that style of the S2000, which I, mm -hmm. I really appreciate. I like it's um, modern looking. It's nice. Especially as the sketches here for the dash and, you know, a uh, different concept. That silhouette looks really nice. And, you know, just the, it the overall good. look of it, I'll, I'll, I approve it. That's very S2000. It's very modern looking. I like the look, so I included it. Yeah. Next, let's talk about some grayscale. Grayscale? Grayscale? Well, it's a new car from Maserati. Can't go wrong. This is their new SUV, the Maserati Grayscale. So okay. Maserati likes to name stuff after wind, apparently. Oh. All right. This started. That's weird. With the Mistral, which in 1963 came from the name of Mediterranean wind. All right. The winds of the Mediterranean. So they're going to name it after a wind. And this is going to be your new Maserati. Kind of looks like a. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, they name, it doesn't uh, look Maserati to me. It looks like an Alpha. They name her. That's the front well, that end well, that, of an Alpha. Yeah, that is. They an put alpha. the picture in the story of a Maserati of an, an alpha. alpha. Yeah. Thank you, Motor Authority. That's pretty dumb. You know what we're looking for? We're looking for quality. In this next story, we'll have lots of quality. Which automaker has the most quality? Well, Consumer Report put... Yeah. Mazda. Mazda tops the charts with the quality report. Here we... You can... Uh, there is a, a list that I'm going to talk about below, I believe. Mazda tops the chart. Consumer Report did a list of the people with the top quality, and it goes, number one is Mazda, BMW, Subaru, Subaru, Porsche, Honda. Mm -hmm. On the worst cars, they have some things that are not going to be a surprise. Alpha, Land Rover, Mitsubishi, Link, Jeep, Lincoln. I am so shocked. Kind of, Alpha is number one at Kind something. of the things that you see the most. Uh, they say that the Genesis was the biggest mover from the 15th to the 13th. So they're moving yeah. on up. Yeah, I mean, I'm just surprised Alpha's at number one at something, even if it is being the worst. It, it Well, yeah. You know, that's something good for them. They We're got number one at being the worst. Amongst the stories that didn't make it, the Land Rover Discovery. Yeah. Apparently, that that's a huge gas guzzler. So you want to leave it wait undiscovered? For, yeah, I'm gonna. I think we it yeah. should stay undiscovered until they get a <laughs> nice rugged battery version. Yeah. Yes. There we go. But if you think the roar of the engine is gone, 
Portia has a different tune. Synthetic fuel for Porsche is starting to is 85% cleaner than regular fuel. It has an 85% carbon dioxide reduction according to Porsche tests. These are the first okay. tests. Dr. Wallashire believes that conventional fuel engines that use synthetic fuel will turn ICE-equipped cars into machines that are nearly as clean as electric vehicles. So That is great news. I, I think this is fantastic. Fantastic Porsche news. wants to keep the roar of the engine going. Absolutely. Just, you should. It, it's a different <clears throat> feel. So, I'll tell you this, though. That's going to be expensive as fucking balls as soon as it comes yeah. out. Yeah. Well, as soon as it comes out, yeah. But I'm sure they'll figure it out. Right. We hope. Otherwise, you get this. Yeah, the squeaky wheel. Yeah. Yeah. Or crickets. <laughs> yep. Or Yeah, or crickets. Either way, it's a scary situation here because it gives you the hope and prosper of actually being able to motor and that you know even in the land of evs and stricter you know mm-hmm. regulations you'll still have still having that prospect of being able to go out on a sunday drive so there there are pos- more positives he added that the e-fuel is important to porsche in reducing the co2 output citing that synthetic fuels are cleaner have no byproduct, fewer particles, and no NOx, noxious Nox. products. Nox emissions. That which current diesels do. Yeah, diesels are traditionally very high in NOx emissions. That's why they add, uh, have added you know, special fluids and stuff in that to eliminate the NOx emissions recently. And, and NOx is the big, one of the big contributors from the, all the emissions that come out of the uh, the vehicles, but NOx well, is one you definitely want to keep low. So with the uh, no particulates coming out mm-hmm. and less NOx emissions, that leads me to believe that if you can get this be at great. a low enough yeah. price point, we could keep our cars. And if the battery car becomes the thing of the future, then uh, this fuel will be, especially if the this fuel is for like uh, recreational use, just, just yeah. Fun and not for powering yeah. homes because that's really where the uh, you're not damaging is. the precious environment. You're still driving and having fun in your in your Porsche, in your Audi, in whatever you drive. Because I imagine that it's a sl- simple thing <laughs> that comes down to tuning. Once it comes down to to the synthetic fuels, really, as long as it passes mm-hmm. through everything normally. So really, as long as it gets gets you that spark and gets you going there. I don't see a problem with this. I love this. Story. Unfortunately, trials start 2022, mm. and it'll be a while before it gets to us, so we should all get used to the hum of the battery. And, and the fake sound. In the next story, we're going to talk about the real test of a car for many years has been Le Mans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, battery cars don't really touch Le Mans. This is Lotus's new electric racer for Le Mans 2030. Mm-hmm. I think it looks it looks like a jet fighter where they just it looks like something Very from Star, Star Citizen. Citizen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's really. They bad. think 2030 yeah. is the 
uh, is a realistic goal for the electric car. This is the all-new E-Tech R9 racer. It is a design study for Le Mans. It looks like something that Anakin Skywalker piloted. They picked 2030 for multiple reasons. It needs slight, I think it would need slightly larger wings to take off, but it probably <laughs> would if you modified that front spoiler in the, a little bit. In a galaxy far, far away, it would have worked. <laughs> yes, 2030 was Long a nice time. round number, but this, that's not why they picked it. It's the 75th anniversary of Lo Lotus debuting at Le Mans in okay. 1955. There you go. I mean, definitely, if they could pull it together, um, it would be an interesting car. Maybe less, you know, out of the ordinary by then. We'll have flying cars and green lanterns flying by. It'll be great. The founder, Colin Chapman, raced the Lotus Mark Nine. Okay. That one, the Avijah Supercar, is a electric car of the future that has 1,900 horsepower. Hmm. Oh, oh, oh. To make uh, the batteries go best, they plan on uh, removing the batteries at the pit stop quickly and uh, just going that way yeah. to make the 24 hours. And I think that's really the future of uh, the world. Possibly. And in the future... There will not be a Pulsar 1. I hit the mic. It's a lot of stories. In the future, there will not be a Pulsar 1. If you want to get it, get it now. There are photos. I think it's a fantastic looking car. <coughs> They're only making 1,500 of them. It, it, is, it does have 619 horsepower. It has a V6. This is their... Uh, this is their uh, muscle car. This is their muscle car. It looks elegant in white, though. It costs $156,000, the Pulsar 1. We will only get 375 in the U.S. market to get one of the, as they put, the hottest exclusive hybrids out there. Oh, it looks like it. It looks very stylish. It, it looks, looks fantastic. Great. Yellow calipers. Uh, yeah. Nice, all, neat All your cables. sexy yellow wires. <coughs> yeah, show me your little wires, you dirty car. <coughs> they have a nice yellow theme. Simple, smooth interior. Yeah, I mean, your little Zack Snyder-y black and white shot in there in the interior. Still, oh, that's color. Um, no, no, very, no, it's, it's gray. No, very gray. Yes, gray and white. Very but British. All right. I have, we... In our next story, we have footage of plaid. We're going plaid. Yes, we're going to go plaid. Comment below if you know what movie that's from. Or just comment. Sure. This is the... I picked this story because this is the photo of... Uh, a new Hyundai electric that they're looking into. So to reduce the cost of battery-powered cars, they're looking into leasing batteries. Hmm. With the KST Mobility, in, they're looking into leasing a fleet of electric taxis. Hyundai taxis, huh? All electric. All, All right. electric taxis. I like the suicide door on the back. That's so pretty cool. So it's going to start here with... And then they're going to move it to the uh, consumer market. The, turns out the industry has been doing this for 
decades, actually, recycling the batteries. And they're just going to move it forward, starting with the taxi program. Yeah, that's why whenever you buy a battery for your car, there's a core charge because they want that battery back. Did we skip the plaid footage? Tesla. There you go. Oh, I just jumped. Tesla has started their winter testing for the plaid. Model Mm -hmm. S plaid below is a footage, is footage that they tested of them doing winter testing. Rumor is that Tesla is going to make the steering wheel optional. Yeah, yeah. He was talking about that on on Rogan. Because you can, being able to sense what, gear it's in uh, and the, stuff the, was no, he's, the previous he model to get rid of the uh shifter oh that's what but it the was. car's just gonna know so where you're this going. one you're just getting rid of all human input right now it's just a rumor but that's where the world's going i'm gonna opt no, for thanks. the optional steering wheel even if i don't want to drive i just it'll make me feel better i mean it, uh, does know. it even have a spare tire anymore, or is that fixed a flat shit? What? How Probably, much are you getting rid of it? I know? imagine it's got to have a spare tire. No, a lot of cars don't have a spare tire anymore. And if they have roadside assistance, I imagine. They must offer roadside assistance. Bumper to bumper, usually, yeah. Oh, well. As long as you have good bumper to bumper. I mean, Elon, I I don't know. One million well, I hear, years or one I hear they're really trip around the cars. sun, uh, trip around the galactic center. I don't know. Well, he's a great, in, a great warning. In the future, there will be robots and ID five. Oh, but only in Europe. Oh, the SUV that's taking Germany's VW Community by a storm, the ID four, is going to be replaced by the ID five. There's a photo of it below. I would have made Production. the ID six the next one out, and yes. then gone back to the ID five. <laughs> Production. Just to fuck with them. We'll start the second half of 2021. <coughs> the ID5 is a coupe version of the ID4, which is a bigger uh, their SUV. This will go for sales in Europe, China, and uh, in North America late 2020. Okay. And it also says there are no plans to bring it to U.S. anytime soon. Oh, Europe, fuck you, too. Well, Europe, I think they need it more with all those tiny medieval roads that are, like, this narrow. Nah, it's an excuse. So, And they are kind of living on top of one another. Yeah. Yeah, they need smaller cars than we do, honestly. So, what's Skoda doing? Skoda has got a new ride, and it's got 21s, and it's lowered. Skoda is normally a sensible Czech car company, but they're going wild with a lowered SUV with 21s, because why not? Might as well go wild. Turns out the Czechs went wild, and they designed one of these during COVID, I imagine. Rear-wheel drive, 201 BPH IV80, or it has a 261 
BPH model with the same IV80X version of the Inyak. This just sounds like the most completely useless SUV ever because it's lowered, it has 21s, and it's it's just... Wait for it. The new trim level drops the ride height by 15 millimeters in the front and 10 in the rear. Ugh. Right? And it has 20-inch Vega something articulated wheels. Anthracite right. wheels. Yes, or 21s are available as an option. The RS version will have 302 BPH. You can get it from about 30,000 pounds to about 46,000 pounds fully loaded. Okay. I still find I think it looks great. It looks great, but you know, it could something can look good and still be useless. All right. Well, Let's see what Bentley's doing. The electric car... (laughs) The electric car may be dead in the future, but it's not dead now. Not according to Porsche. Because they got the synthetic fuel. Yes. Bentley completes the first 650 horsepower V12. Mm. Bentley first introduced a 6.6-liter W12 TSI engine lineup in 2003, but now they have a 650-horsepower, I imagine, model one of these behind us. Yeah. Doesn't it look great for a Bentley? Yeah, it does. Although I don't know about that front end. No, no, I'm not a fan. But, I mean, a V12, I am a fan of. The engine is hand built. It took the course of six. It took six hours and forty-five craftspeople. That makes me feel good. The crankcase has been strengthened over the years. The cylinder surface have been coated to reduce friction. Cooling systems have been improved, and three separate cooling circuits, and much, much more. Yeah. Car Scoop covers the testing uh, of the Bentley rather extensively, and I found it rather interesting. So uh, give that a read if you have a minute. <clears throat> yeah, because it especially the three separate cooling systems, as well as uh, you know the different things that you know the handcrafted engine by forty-five different people. That's a mm-hmm. lot of ca- collaboration, but it's also uh, a, it's an you know art in its own form. You know you what? Know? Let's move on to the next story because I think this thing's hideous. The front, I can't God, get you're really the front selling end. it, huh? Yeah, I don't have to sell this, but you know how Nissan doesn't design anything new in a while? Oh, no. Now they're redesigning everything. They're, no, in no, they're redesigning the Infiniti Q60 Red Sport 400. This debuted in 2017. It is all-wheel drive, twin-turbo, 3-liter V6. Q60's hood power comes from 400 horsepower. Get it? 400? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It hit me in the end. 350 torques are put in there. Ooh, man. Look at that interior. There is a low-energy version with only 300 horsepower. Wow, that's a I different really like interior. That. 
love. I don't know why. It's really kind of weird looking right there, but yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I really like that. That's nice. It, you know what? I think it's the camera angle. You don't normally yeah. see it. It's at a weird angle. It's at a weird angle, but I love the screen here and the odd placement of the cup holders and everything. That's really nice, actually. I'm oddly surprised. And those rims, those nice big red brake calipers. I love that. Well, if you like the red, red brake calipers, you're going to love the new Z car. It will employ a similar version of this twin turbo plant and... That can't come soon enough since the 3.7 liter V6i. The Z also expected to come with a standard six-speed manual transmission and or a seven-speed automatic. Hmm. Okay. So they got I mean, that. You, know, you got that going for you. With a standard trans. Yeah. And they will not have your favorite transmission. Thank God. They're being smart about it at least. Yes. Zero to 60 in 4.4 seconds, and it goes quarter mile, 12.8, and at 111. I don't know. After the Tesla, you know. I think it's fantastic. 60, you know, zero to 60. Is, 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 is anything else really that impressive? You know, two point, what, 2.8 seconds? Like This is an everyday car. If you got the money, this is an everyday. This is what you drive. Everyday petrol just, car. Yeah, petrol car. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> well, if you like bigger, bigger and better, you usually think of Bugatti. And in our next story, we have an all new Bugatti. Bugatti to me, Bugatti to you. What's a Bugatti for you? What's a Bugatti for me? And it's got. 1,800, that was the correct story. Oh, okay. Nope, that's the wrong one. Hang on. There we go. Now we're on the right. No, that's the last one. Son of a bitch. You should have. There we go. You could edit that out. So, what's uh, what's Bugatti (laughs) doing? 1,825 horsepower, the Bugatti boil. Really? Boil? Is that what it says? The boil? Belied? Okay, I, well, I'm going to call it the, it's the Belide. Well, the Bugatti Boil will have an 8-liter W16 engine producing 1,825 horsepower and 1,364 torques. Mm-hmm. New turbos produce more boost pressure that increases the output to 1,825. I love this video. They take it apart and they put it back together again. Additional changes include dethrottling the intake, upgrading the dry oil sump, and switching to an air-to-air intercooler. Okay. It went around the Nurbo ring in 523, or that's what they claim. They didn't release, there's, it's not, nobody was there to watch them or they were just testing, and they say it can do this much. I'm sure they'll do an actual lap. They have a new hoods, roof hood scoop, smooth, and it will remain smooth at low speed, and then it will get uh, bumps, like uh, like I assume like golf ball. Yeah. So to keep to keep you down and to reduce drag mm. up to ten percent. That's a lot of drag reduction. Oh yeah. The doors fold upward, and there's a nice notch in the roof. That's a nice notch. 
Bugatti says that its taillights are inspired by the Bell X-1 jet aircraft from the 1940s, flown by the legendary Captain Chuck Yeager, who broke the sound barrier. Yeah. You know, other things that could could break the sound barrier? It's a brand new McLaren. I'd like to think. Same story again. And the McLaren. Oh, this is it. The brand new McLaren. We've got tons of news this week. If I can find this story. McLaren 675 LT, probably named after their favorite copier. It will have (laughs) 720 horsepower. Yeah, my Le- I love my Lexmark seven seven sixty five LT so much. So we named our. Car you know what, boss? It. I that's really where the name came from. I, I, that printer was with me for so I long. Was inspired by a copy machine. God, I did so many. It's the car- greatest copy machine. I did so many ever. car concepts with that printer. I, I really want to give something back. It to It never the jams. It never <laughs> never need to put ink in it. It's amazing. Although it was done by Shea Gorth, so sometimes it you know. will explode and kill people. Or just or turn work. you into a bunny, but back to McLaren. This will have twin yeah. turbo, four liter V eight, which will bring a total of seven hundred and fifty five horsepower. Light forged aluminum pistons, three layer gasket heads, second fuel pump. From the alien looking hypercar, zero to one hundred and twenty four fastest tested. In 1.6 seconds, quicker than a Lamborghini, and they list like 20 other, every other hypercar. Okay. It's it's really fast, apparently. So, in a dick measuring context, theirs is the biggest. Top speed, 205. Sean Ennis says, America. America. Nothing's more American than McLaren. Well, well no. Although I think they're British. No, yeah, no, they're, they're not American at all. All right. And it's not American. What? Not America. The the ELT version will be lighter by 176 pounds. Oh, and I'm sure they're going to charge you for those extra pounds. Giggity. Maybe no. Lightweight version will also be stiffer. So you got that going for you. Giggity. Check this one, this article out at Road and Track. Yeah, man. Good article. Up next, we go into the land of fantasy. Living in a world of fantasy. Some people may remember a company called Lancia. Oh, this is the... Ma- oh, no. This, we'll do this one quickly. This is the May- Mercedes Maybach. It's, uh, it's brand new. Uh, it's got two tones. And uh, it's a nice Maybach. Oh, you got your champagne holder Place there. where you can keep your champagne. Nice. Nice heated cup holder. A heated cup holder, and cold. cold cup holder. It's oh, all the nice Maybach inside. stuff. Oh wow! You know, Rolls Royce oh, is what that. you buy to drive. A Maybach is what you ro- drive to be driven in. Yeah, but if you're a chauffeur, that's the chauffeur car you want to drive. Let's, Look at that front end there for the, for the driver. See that's if nice. they find the the Stratus story. I might have not. I like that. I like that Maybach. Yes, every it's a Maybach. Everybody likes it. Oh. 
Yep. Is it the last one? There it is. Ah. See? Click on the photos. I hate this website. They got so many ads on the side. This is a rendering of what a Stratus would look like. Once upon a time, there was Lancia. Were they talking to Cyberpunk? Yes. Well, they did this rendering of the 1970s concept. Uh, I think there's a video of it below. Let's go through these. This is their modernized rendering to look cyberpunk. Yeah. By... Looks like it. Uh, earned its spot in the Automotive Design Hall of Fame by a Powell Berzekczewski. Yes, what he said. And it's paid homage to its Italian creator. Now, let's go below and look at the ridiculous. This looks, I think, fantastic. Let's see the ridiculous one. That te- See that teeny tiny? No, 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 no. Back. Up. That teeny tiny there. If we can zoom up. This is the original. It was not meant to be driven. They're pushing it because it was not meant to be driven at low speeds. I think it will turn. It's kind of, it, I think it looks like a cheese wedge. A bit. <clears throat> it, it, it's very, they have the hood door open and it's just this big glass. That's what Steve orange. Urkel would drive when he made it. Yeah, remember they his little gonna, Volkswagen that had the now, door that as popped they open? turn it. Now you see where they were inspired. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of like a Tic Tac, yeah, really. Fine. You don't have to. Be it's kind of cigar shaped. So the other one is <sighs> much. No. Whoa, whoa, no. that's a no. It's no, not like it's. You. It's kind of like if no, someone was, if you're nibbling at a block of cheese, and yeah. you just stop. And then they go, that, that is it. That, that is what it will look like. Yeah. So they paid homage, and I think the, uh, the rendered version is And then you put your house siding back in the place. Yeah, you put your house siding back on. Look at, the, look at those. That is all. I lost the rear hood on my way over. It's fine. I have, I have at, my house siding. Look at the size of that exhaust on the back. Yeah, it's at least like a two and a half inch, three inch exhaust there. Oh, boy. Of course, that driver is going to die. If he hits anything, he's yeah. Dead. No, you don't buy this. You don't buy this car for driving. This I, this is a showpiece. I would yeah, say completely. This is going to go back on the trailer and then back. I can't imagine driving it anywhere and getting anywhere. Going Everyone to the grocery store. You <laughs> going to the grocery store? You got a seat there. You could grab a couple little small. But if items. someone would you like can't to grab give... like a full week's worth of stuff, but you could grab some stuff. But if someone there, wants to give uh, me one for free, I'll take one. I mean, isn't that always the answer? Yeah. Okay. The seats look incredibly uncomfortable, and unfortunately, that brings us to the end of the show. In the uncovered stories, the stories that were not covered, Toyota needs more engines. So they're going to start an engine plant in West Virginia. The Bentley now offers four new colors. Oh, four. Yeah. And there's a new Kia. I just... I couldn't I couldn't cover another SUV. Understandable. Understandable. But it's very popular and it's uh, named after a high heel, I think. Uh, sure. 
I can't argue with that. But that sound is a very <clears throat> annoyed puppy. Who yeah, wants to we go want outside. you to hop on over here to pjandwh.com where you're going to find the funniest moment from this podcast as well as many others right up top here. Just click on the link and then you'll find the uh, name of this podcast along with all the others right below. We want you to contact us. See us next time. Of course, I am Matthew Bugrow, the Matman. Stephen Bugrell, big brother, barking in the background is our mascot and hero of time, Link Diablo. And, of course, we want to see you next week. It doesn't matter if you drive a Bugatti or if you drive a Ford EV. Nothing rolls without Lug Nuts, gang. We'll see you next week. Drive on! It's super crazy. Cold outside. Enjoy the show. Drive, yes. drive on Enjoy Lug the show. Drive on, Lug Nuts. We'll see you next time. Play on my tangers. That was a good segue. Our island carrot. Bam. And we always have Sean Ennis to give us America. America. Little America never hurt anybody. America. Well, actually, it did. Actually, America hurt quite a quite a few people. Quite quite a lot of people. Few people. It, throughout the history, you know. Yeah, breaking omelets. Anyway. You know what'll be good? Omelet. Oh man, we're gonna make omelets. Drive on, Walljangers. What's best? And the dog has just went outside. We're gonna have to solve that problem <sighs> yeah. after these messages. You like toothpaste? Who doesn't? Buy some. No brand. Just buy some. It's good for you. Let's try it again. Need more instruction than that. Just read the packages. Some puppies, right? I know. Seriously. He's like, I wanted to check for Chris. <clears throat> Chris and Kelly aren't coming, Pat, uh, pal. Or Pat. Yep. You call him Pat. Hold on. I can't tell if my glasses are dirty or it's just glare. Ugh, shit. Yep, glare always reminds me of stuff. Giggity, giggity. Do a dry run? Let's just let's just let's just do it live. We're gonna do it live. But first we don't need to turn the crank. We have an we have a starter. We want you to hit right here where our Iron Kelly cardboard Kelly's head is, and you're going to push that subscribe button. You're going to like and comment below, above my head or on my head. You're going to find the all of the lug nuts in a playlist. Right above Big Brother's head is the very best purge hangers and wall hangers video for you. And of course, as we always say, drive on lug nuts. <laughs> Bye.